Welcome everybody to episode 79 of the Whiskey and Watches podcast, 79 episodes, which means the next one will be 80 for those of you who can count, which should be most of us. Um, just me and Buzzman tonight. Yeah, you would hope. Uh, just me and the Buzzman tonight. Spangler is uh, on the move again. Um, and maybe out on a date. We'll, uh, we'll see, uh, see if he has an update, an update uh, for that uh, next time uh, he is out or on, which I think I know who our next guest is going to be. So there's a solid chance he's not going to be on um, <laughs> just because we've been working on, on, uh, on, on setting the time for the last month. And Spengler has said he can make that, but just knowing who the guest is, there's a solid chance he's not going to, um, but we'll get there when we get there. But uh, we, I guess we might as well start off uh, as we do on, on, Pretty much every episode, Buzzy, what's in the glass that I just saw, and uh, what's on the wrist? Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and spoil the topic uh, of this uh, of this episode, although it won't really be spoiled because you probably saw it when you clicked on the podcast to start listening. That's if I put a title on there. Yeah, good point. Good point. I usually do, though. Well, lots of lots of possible circumstances here. Anyway, we're going to talk about dad watches tonight. So I had to go for dad whiskey. That's right. The scotch that I've been drinking for decades, Chavez Regal. Our f- good friend Sandy Hislop at Whiskey Blender Dude has been the very able caretaker of, of this scotch that has been so near and dear to my heart. Um. And so, once again, thank you for uh, for steering steering that ship, Sandy. And uh, no matter how I drink it, I really like it. You know, can be uh, neat with just a splash of water. Uh, it could be on ice with a little bit more water for for a little bit uh, lighter, more refreshing take. I'm not necessarily great. It's saying what flavors things are, but you know what? This just this tastes like goodness. We'll put we'll put it that way. Yeah. All right. On my wrist tonight, it's a solid and dependable watch, just like Dad should be. It's my Monta Sky Quest. I've been uh, trying to. Um, you know, change out uh, between watches uh, and be less on, you know, wearing the same watch for you know, an entire week in a row. So just uh, pulled this one out this morning, uh, wound, wound it up, and zero complaints. Really like it. It's a good one. Hey, right, Spence, what do you got? So I uh, took a different riff on the dad theme and kind of went low-key fancy tonight. Not really, but like every dad should have like a – I don't want to say should, but like most dads kind of have like a signature thing. My friend Susie, her dad, her her late father was a big Manhattan guy, but they mix their Manhattans a little bit differently than I do. But, you know, that was his drink. I would have – Normally been a Manhattan, you know, that would probably be mine. However, it is summer and I sort of forgot about the drink that you recommended. And I do feel like this is kind of like insider dad knowledge. Like if you ask somebody what they're going to have and say, Ooh, I'm going to have a Boulevard DA. They're going to be like, 
what is that? That's that's something you only know about. Like, I, I feel like that's something someone's dad would order. You'd be like, what is that? And you're like, tr- just try this. And they're like, oh, that's really good. So I've got uh, Buffalo Trace, Dolan, Campari. And then I did a splash of the orange Angostura bitters because I don't have an orange mm. peel to put in it. Um, didn't measure anything out. Just made it to sight like I normally mix my cocktails and uh, worked out pretty good. Uh, it's the right color. It's the right flavor. I got an ice sphere uh, in there. Um, and I'm actually, uh, you know, doing uh, doing a, a bit of a Bill Murray here uh, tonight with two washes on. Um, I've got on on my on my the, the watch I wore most of the day and then also most of the weekend because um, we were at a at a, a, a lake house here recently. Um, so the kids enjoyed 16 hours in the car in the last four days, which was fun. They actually <laughs> behaved really well. It couldn't have gone any better. Like seriously, we really. We really only had a little bit of an issue with about an hour and a half to go, and that was quickly mollified by some Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So good. Um, I have on my Seiko SPB 149, which you guys can probably figure out why I wore that here later. We'll probably probably talk a little bit about this watch or a watch of this vein um, later in the show. And then on my right wrist, um, I saw a post earlier today, kind of wondering where this is going to show up. Next, and uh, the Traveling Watch Project has made its way to Cincinnati all the way from Colorado. It's made stops in Washington State, San Antonio, Texas, uh, Colorado, and now Cincinnati, Ohio. So I have on the Traveling, um, it's got a Seiko movement in it. looks a bit like an Explorer slash Milgauss with a funny little custom dial on it. Uh, It's just, it's it's kind of a fun little watch. It's on an orange uh, NATO strap. Um... I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to trying to do something fun with it and posting about it and then uh, getting it on to the next caretaker here in the next uh, few days. But uh, fun little fun little watch uh, that I've got on. And it's, uh, it's in Cincinnati, for those of you who are wondering where it's been. Uh, it's been here for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we'll do something fun with it here soon. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the whole going a- around from place to place. It's almost like a, a flat Stanley that tells time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've been on two watch tours now. This one and the uh, the Moser tour, which was about a year ago, actually. They're about a year apart, which is interesting. So That is uh, true. Hey, and then also, um, speaking of on, you know, odd uh, watch things, uh, just while I remembered, uh, a friend, Langa Ananado, <laughs> it's, yes, uh, got a uh, a modded uh, salmon mini Cassioke uh, that he is doing an auction for charity. We talked de- about that on his episode. It is just it. I think he remodded a new one. Yeah, um, for the bariatric war- bariatric warlock singles get together. There's a <laughs> little um, little bit of a call out there on, in the in the in the loom he's put on. Uh, I think I got that right. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, DM him by uh, the August 6th. So that's this Friday with a bid, highest bidder. We'll donate that amount to Verma Foundation and uh, Long Island and NATO will match. Uh, 
bet. So that's pretty cool. That's a, mm-hmm. a charity org uh, to give free real hair cap wigs to cancer patients. Uh, didn't uh, didn't even know uh, that they existed, but that's a that's a worthy cause for sure. So, mm-hmm. if anyone wants a piece of uh, longa on the NATO craziness, this is your chance. I mean, I, I can't imagine who wouldn't want a piece of Lana on a NATO craziness. That's a good point. There you go. All right. Well, we should get through our fresh form finds fast mm-hmm. so that uh, we can get into the main topic. What have you got, Buzzy? So the, I'm, and here's just on the side. Now, this may be like co-host chair two type behavior, but I still don't know whether it's fast or fresh. I just... I say either or, and I kind of laugh a little bit like I know what's up, but I really don't. Okay. This one is one that you will have to be fast on. (sighs) Honestly, the jig might already be up because there are two replies to this posting with, you know, the dreaded PM scent, Um, Uh. but no confirmation back from the seller. So I'm living in a world, a really odd one, where, where this deal has fallen through, and yet, and as such, it will be available to you, our listeners, on an actual forum, on Watch You Seek. We've got a delightful Tudor Black Bay 58 Navy, originally the seller wanted to trade it for a Oris Diver 65 plus cash and uh, didn't see anything that uh, they wanted. People weren't coming out of the woodwork for this like kind of odd trade. Not that, not that a Diver 65 is inherently odd. It's just when you're asking really for only one thing, it's going to be less likely. Straight sale price, three grand. That's right. Only three thousand American dollars. Um, that's a really, really, really good deal. There's one picture on this. It's a clear picture. Watch looks good. Hasn't been uh, abused or anything. Looks good, but uh, also one picture uh, claims that uh, he was the original owner. Uh, it's got full kit, ready to rock. It's got over 600 posts. I was on the brink of despair because I thought that, uh, you know, there just were very few interesting good deals to be had out there. Uh, this has uh, brought me back from, from, the, from the, that state of despair. Whoever winds up buying this, that, that's going to be a wicked good deal. Um, so, yeah. Watch you seek three grand for Black Bay 58 Navy. There you go. All right. Well, I found mine via watch recon, but it's on the Rolex forums, which we all know is ripe for some nonsense. Uh, thanks to our, our friend who likes to post some awesome threads in his stories. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll leave him unnamed for now. Um, but I have, a, you know, some people may say it's a bit small, but I know with the, with the, um, you know, the claws on it, it probably wears a little bit bigger, but I have a previous version 
35 millimeter Omega Constellation coaxial chronometer, stainless steel with the uh, yellow gold hands, hour markers, and claws. Because <laughs> um, it's the little, like, you know, the, the, the double eagle portion of the uh, um, bezel. Yes. Um, new old stock, box papers, will deliver for $27.50. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Right? Right? Um, so he's yeah. going to come to my house to deliver that? Well, That's I mean, I'm cool. sure he's going to mail it, but like... <sighs> I mean, the way you said it kind of inferred that like someone was going to physically show up. I know. And he says shall deliver for 2750. So like maybe he will, you never know. But like my guess is he's probably just going to ship it. Mm. Um, That's okay. I mean, that makes sense too, I guess. Yeah. I, so I, I pulled the, uh, pulled that up. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, right. <laughs> so it's, I can't tell the, there's no gold on the bracelet. So I can't nope. tell whether I like that or dislike that. The, uh, two tune bracelets that we've seen with just the really small cylinders, uh, yeah. the, the gold, I think those are actually pretty darn slick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, Buzzy, do me a favor and look down at your wrist and tell me how you feel about the amount of gold on that. Oh, you don't have the, Never mind. I forgot. You don't have the guilt Monta sky quest. <laughs> I was just say, if you had the guilt Monta sky quest i'd tell you to just look at your wrist and tell me what you think about that or if you had i guess if i was talking to evan i could ask him about his black bay 58 but oh yeah he's not I, here no i guilt works for sure but to me uh it's the fact that we're seeing it um on the bezel on the bezel makes me want to see some gold on the bracelet. And also, I mean, it, the dial's silver, right? It, it's a lot of times we see gilt matched up with black. Uh, right. I, I do like it. And that's a, that's a killer. Yeah. Killer price. Mm-hmm. It's a master chronometer. It's not a journeyman chronometer. It's not a right. apprentice chronometer. It's a master of chronometers. I mean, technically, there's gold on the bracelet at the class because all of these have the gold Omega logo. Good point. At the uh, yeah, so I mean, not a ton of it, but it does exist. Plus, you get the giant and beautiful Omega box. Who doesn't this love that? It's weird that all of them come in that box except the Speedmaster. Yeah, like the Moon Watch. It's still a pretty big box. Is it really that weird though? Because like Omega calls like probably 70% of the SKUs that they sell a Seamaster. So like one size fits all. Is that really that odd coming from them? I don't think so. No. I mean, but like you would think for the Constellation, they do something different because that is definitively a different line. Yeah. I guess you could do what Rolex does and just not care and just same box for everything. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say you could do what Rolex does with the Selene and just ignore that they exist. 
I mean, that's entirely possible. I think, I mean, Omega has done that before, and we've talked about that, the fact that they have an integrated bracelet stainless steel sports watch in their collection that nobody cares about, which is weird. But anyway, at least nobody in the United States, except me. We've talked about this. Um, Me and Eddie Redmayne, (laughs) although he's not in the States. So he's been the person who they've been like, who's always the one modeling this. He's one of their ambassadors, which I find interesting. Again, interesting. No, that's a, that's a cool one. That really is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got through our pleasantries. Should we dive into the main topic? Sure thing. So we're talking about like, we're both, I guess it works because Spangler's not here. Um, Although he's not a dad. Funny enough. He's the one that. Yeah. He came credit where credit's due. He, he is the one that came up with this idea. He's not a he's not a dad that he knows of. Um, <laughs> we, we you make you that knew that that old chestnut was going to come out. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I would actually be curious as to what his take would be. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm really curious as to where he's going to go with this. So we'll have to ask him. You know, for anybody who's in our WhatsApp group, which is not any of us even, um, maybe we'll find that out. But. Um, what do you think? What, so, uh, so what what track do you want to take first on this? Because I think there's a couple of directions we could go. Yeah, um, I, I think that the entire landscape of of uh, dad watch uh, is really there's two domains. Um, domain one is what. I think actually most people uh, are exposed to uh, where, where dad watch actually isn't anything because their dads don't wear a watch. Uh, let, let's not, uh, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, wearing watches is not a, not a typical thing um, necessarily. So, you know, all of dad watches are you know, either the dad has a watch or the dad doesn't. My dad never wears a watch, never has worn a watch. It's not uh, not his thing. Um, And then, you know, if we go to the domain that we actually care about, dads that wear watches, uh, I think there's, like, multiple types of dads. I'm going to kind of neatly uh, divide these into fancy dad and just, like, non-fancy dad nor typical dad um to and to me i think we're going to play in the typical dad category that to me is the most interesting because to me a fancy dad um has like a date just or a tank fancy dad has to wear a lot of suits calatrava exactly yeah exactly so to me to me that's um and you know, to be fair, it's something that we don't talk about on this podcast like hardly at all because you know none, none of us are dress watch guys. None of us. The closest we get, like I've got got my Tudor Oyster prints. Um, you know, it's just something that we don't get into at all here. Well, and that's the interesting thing too. So, like it prior to a couple of jobs ago, 
I was in a suit every day just cause that's what the job that I had required. I typically wore, I guess the watch I was married in, which is a citizen eco drive that is more of a dress watch than anything on a leather strap. Mm-hmm. And I wore that every day, but I took it off as soon as I got home because it wasn't a watch that I wore with anything else. Not that it couldn't have gotten with jeans or whatever, but like it just, it wasn't, I had a dive watch for that. I had a citizen eco drive dive watch that I wore. Um, so just not anything there. So, I mean, I think that's part of it. I was going to say there's my two tracks were kind of a little bit of what we talked about with the milestone watches or heirloom watches or things like that. It's, you know, as a dad, is it a watch? A dad watches any watch that you would want to pass down to a child. That's mm. one. And we, we've covered that multiple times. We don't need to go there. And my other track was more of a, you know, being dad in the trenches, being your normal everyday guy who's out cutting the grass, playing with the kids, running around in the yard, doing all sorts of dad things, smoking meat on the weekend, just like the buzz man. Like, that's right. Like kind of your, I don't say like go anywhere or do anything, but like, what's the watch that like dad throws on like just every day that can take him literally anywhere. And like, and we'll talk, that's kind of the other track. And that might be kind of more the track you were thinking. I'm just describing it a little bit differently. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dad anywhere, dad anything. Mm. And we, we, we also kind of touched. Watch. Yeah. Yes. We also kind of touched briefly in our, in our little group text about mom watches, parent watches, as it were. Um, we don't really pretend to know what, like, like both of us are married. We still couldn't tell you like anything really. But what I will say is, bought my wife, the white mini Cassio for mother's day and it was the first thing I think I've literally ever bought her that she has taken out of the box immediately and put it on and <laughs> said, yep, this works. And I will say this, I know multiple guys in our red bar group who have said the same thing about a different color, a different version of said watch that their wives really like it. So maybe the mini Cassioke is the mom watch. Maybe it is. I don't know. But like it's it's gone over quite well in our little watch nerd group amongst the wives. So very true. And I know, I know both the regular sized Cassioke and the mini Cassioke, depending on the size and the person wanting it and the color scheme are very popular amongst the watch nerds, the WIS as it were anyway. Um, so both male and female, I feel like almost everybody, I feel like a lot of, I've seen that on the wrists of a lot of different people. So that's a pretty solid watch that like, my wife wears it every day because she's home with the kids. I have two little boys. They run around and do boy things. And she's like, I just don't worry. I, I like that. I don't have to worry about it. And it's got an alarm. It's got a timer, which if you've got little kids or have had little kids, you know that like sometimes they respond well saying, Hey, three more minutes and we're going to do this. And then when they hear it go off after 90 seconds, cause they don't understand time yet. Um, they kind of listen sometimes it's weird. So that, that one kind of works. <laughs> That might Agreed. be the bomb watch. Plus, it's it's uh, far less um, depressing than like probably the answer is just like an Apple Watch. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's too depressing to think of. Sorry, sorry, I brought this whole situation down. But what I would say though is, I that. feel like the Casioke of either size is way more durable than the Apple Watch. Well, yeah. Nowhere near the features, but way more durable and also pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Zero planned that, obsolescence. That's kind of nice. Is, yes. And uh, I will say, like, if we were doing what we initially thought of, like, doing, like, dad watches of different tiers, the Cassiok was going to be my sub-250 ultimate dad watch just because, like, and I know it would have been close with some Seiko 5s, but, like, I, I wear my Cassiok all the time. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> my, my, my final, my final point here, uh, and then we'll, we'll, uh, keep, keep moving on. Um, Cassie Oak also is not a, uh, not a thing that is going to edge you closer and closer to being a cyborg. Nope. Um, so that's, that's a, a good thing. It sounds, that sounds super weird, but it, Listeners, just think about how much time you spend on your phone every day. There is one thing that I, one feature that I wish it had that it doesn't. And two, I'm really super stoked for the metal one because, like, we've all seen the mods and, like, Casio's going to make a really cool one. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. what that's going to look like. We've all seen that. I don't think it comes out till August. Like, I guess it is August now. So I guess it comes out in like a couple weeks. Anyway. I wish it was like, I don't want the Bluetooth connectivity because I don't like, I don't want that. I just wish it was solar powered. It just makes so much sense for like that watch to just be solar powered. Like it doesn't need to be like the solar poweredness would take it from like 110 to 150 bucks. Like that's all it needs. Otherwise it is perfect. Just come on Casio. I know you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can come on. Anyway, so yeah, that would be my kind of ultimate dad watch under 250 bucks. So, I mean, I had a different, I I have three selections in different price tiers. And well, why don't you start and I can kind of riff off of that. So like what, what, what's your first price tier? My first price tier was sub $500. And to me, that's a Seiko turtle all day, every day. Because king or regular <sighs> depends Can you how get re- the king for sub five depends how regal you're feeling. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't profess to to hold a strong opinion on that matter. Um, I think that the turtle instantly leaped out at me as um, just the way to go for for sub five hundred. You've got a well-respected it's made by a well-respected company that offers something for everyone for every person purpose i mean the uh the market segmentation uh skills of you know say uh, 60s gm that don't even hold a candle to what seiko can can do um also when when I see a turtle in the wild, I I understand that that is something. I see that, and it, it may have been purchased at like a Macy's or or something, but it also could be purchased at a dive shop. I just it it to me it's a uh, it's a studied choice. It's not you know it's something that that person thought was pretty slick and bought then you know that's it's unique ish uh with the with the cushion case uh it looks 
looks really good uh, on the wrist. Um, yeah, I, when I see people, uh, I can think of one, one of the guys at work that has one. And um, to me, it is just like such a class, class choice. Um, you know, certainly like an SKX 007 is a strong contender uh, for, for something like this. Um, but with for $500, you could pick up either of those. You also can, can teach your children um, the other truth that Seiko bracelets are typically not great, but can be fixed in the aftermarket, like with strap code or one of the other uh, outfits out there. Um, yeah, I, I just think the turtle is the way to go. You can do absolutely anything that, that you would want to do. Uh, you can go on a beach vacation, you go swimming, got that rotating bezel, you got your grill timer. Um, I, I just think it's the way to go. I, I would agree with you largely, but just for uh, the variety's sake. And so you're talking about 500 and under. I mean, we just talked about the Cassiope. I feel like, you know, that being at 110 bucks, like you can really jump from there to get up to 500. So we talked about that. It's a fantastic watch. I'm not going to cover that one here because we already did. And like, to me, that's, that's your under 25 or under 250, under 150 really type of type of watch. Um, So what I kind of went, when you said, the turtle, the other watch that kind of fits in that area. Now you could go micro brand. You could mm-hmm. go Lori. Most of their watches are there. You could go brew. Most of John's watches are there as well. Um, any number of micro brands fit that. Um, but I do think you want, I don't want to say like the brand prestige by any means, but like you went Seiko I think you have to mention the other kind of elephant in the room for your budget, kind of great first watch intro into mechanical watches, like classic field watch as it were and Hamilton. go with the uh, Hamilton khaki field mechanical, which yes. you can get absolutely strap and you can indu- introduce your kids to the myriad of straps you can put on a watch um, for $495 or less and usually less um, Jared, the gallery of jewelry had it for four ninety five, which makes me think that's the MSRP. So it qualifies. Um, Joma shop had it for like three forty eight. I know you can get those, you know, any number of, any number of ways you can, I think you can get one now on a bracelet too. I think for probably a little bit more. I mean, any, any, which way you want, you know, t- 12 hour, 24 hours on the inside, you can explain to your kids what, what military time is and understanding the difference between AM and PM and all that. I thought, I had a Wilson Indiglo in fourth grade and I thought it was the coolest thing to understand what 24 hour time was. So I, so I, I still have on my Casio Royal, I still have it set on, on military time just because why not? Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, just any of those number, any of those number of things you went Seiko. So I'm going to riff off of that and say, well, go Swiss made, go Hamilton khaki field mechanical. Um, and I know that those are both talked about ad nauseum in this space, but for good reason. Um, anyway, it's funny because, um, you know, literally 
a little bit more than an hour ago when we decided that this was going to be our topic. Um, the the khaki field jumped to mind uh, uh, on the uh, the under five hundred yeah bracket. The thing that put me off of uh, of putting that as my watch. The guy that I know that has a khaki field, he's not a dad. And uh, I just can't, just couldn't cross that bridge mentally. But yes, if you, if you ever decide to dad it up, that would be good. Serve him well. If you really want to go full on dad, you could try to find one of the ones that's co-branded with like LL Bean. And be <sighs> like, yeah, that's so good. That is, that is, that is where it's at. Um, I don't know, but like I said, there's, there's we'll plenty my, of... My boots and my my barn coat oh man i'm telling you i've got i've got the uh the boots and i went eight inch instead of six inch or four inch or whatever um which actually worked worked out really well also mainly because they didn't have them in stock when i went (laughs) um to, to pick them up but i absolutely love them and the interesting thing is down here in cincinnati you don't need for winter the lined ones so here's no. my hack. If you live far enough south, you get the bean boots and you get the unlined version. If you if you like me run hot and or came moved further south from where you get like I'm four hours south of where I grew up. And while that's not a huge difference, it's a difference enough as it affects winter attire. Um, get the fleece insoles. So what I've learned is not the whole fleece liner that you can put in those boots, just the insoles. So they make their fleece insoles like they do on their slippers, which their slippers are amazing, by the way. Yes, um, very good. The other thing. Um, but get the fleece insoles because I don't need the full warmth of a full fleece lined boot. But like when it gets below 35, I want a little something. So that's the way to go. That's the hack. And those insoles are only like 35 bucks. So between the boots and that, like... Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how yeah, you do it. Exactly. My my uh, bean boots have the, the insulated footbed only, mm. and it's yep. more than enough. Um, you're you're gonna you're gonna want to size them so you can either you know wear some wool socks or even just some normal uh, uh, cotton ones in the the summer. Because that's a great thing. Um, you can wear them year round. They don't get too sweaty. But right. uh, they're they're warm enough. They're not they're not yes. as warm as like pack boots are. But correct. They don't need the to. Other be. thing I will say that I learned is if you buy the insulated footbeds or the fleece insoles, take out the standard insoles before mm-hmm. you put them in. Learned that the hard way one time, and it's like, why is this? So? I was like, oh, I should just take out the other insoles, dummy. Like, duh. So anyway, learn from my mistake. Okay, other so great- we've got. Other great dad advice, orthotics. They they make your shoes comfortable. Good good stuff. All right. What's the next price point? Uh, $2,500. Uh, that was just one that I uh, forgot whether it was you or Evan that tossed out. I'll go again. Uh, I'll go first. That's a tough – that's an interesting break. It is – You're not quite certain things – but you're you're kind of decently far above others. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah, and here is here's my solution to that one. 
Because I, I agree. I just I saw that number. That number seems fine. It does. And the, the way to go, in, in my opinion, go back to Seiko, SPB, 143, and like a long weekend vacation. I, I don't... I don't feel that you're necessarily maximizing value going right up to the 2,500. Um, so do yourself a favor, get an excellent, excellent dive watch. Um, and then treat your family because, uh, your dad, uh, very little of this is about you. If any of it's about you, it's about your family. What I would say is you are nearly correct. <laughs> nearly you are nearly correct I'm, I'm listening because i would say to go with the 149 if you can find one still <laughs> um yeah no kidding and yeah you you know <laughs> you know that that is like my preferred uh, i know of, of that drop i think i mean honestly any of them are great the new ones that just came out as well i don't know their skews you could even get the 213 which is the white like honestly anything with the new 62 Moss case for that price point that ranges, I think, from between 1100 and 1400 you really can't go wrong. I'd even venture to say is if you're a bit of a quirky dad, if you want to be like that guy a little bit, you could go all the way up to the $2,500 mark, and you could. I'll be honest here. When you said Seiko, I was like, I- I'm going to agree with you because that was going to be my choice even still was the watch that I'm wearing. Um I was gonna say you could go all the way up to the um, the new one that came out with the mountain climb, the Japanese mountain climber, the two ones there that are that's kind of in that SLA version, kind of in the Marine Master area. Yeah. You could go around there, which I think those might be a little bit more expensive. If you want to be the fun dad, you could go with the SLA or the SPB, the Willard line, the one five threes and such. You could get the new white, you know, sixty two Moss case. Any of those, really, any of those mid Seikos are fantastic. You could also be the cool dad, the rad dad, as it were, and get a doxa. You could. You could. You, you could. could. You could. Um, but I'm kind of with you. on a little too much silly goose juice and uh, uh, yeah, all of a sudden uh-huh. you decide to pull the trigger on the doxa. Yeah. Get uh, get a the doxa. doxa dad, some, if you will. Yep. And some vipers and, and, and go to town. Hell yeah. But uh, anyway, no, I, I completely agree. And honestly, that's why when we decided I was going to thought about changing, but I was like, no, I got to talk. I got to talk about this watch. And I don't, I don't want to say I don't wear it enough because I have too many watches. I don't wear any of them enough, but like I've got this on one of Zach's SF two gray NATO straps, NATO style straps, excuse me. And uh, like, it almost matches the dial, even though this is gray and the dial is blue, like just, it, it wears like it's that old sixties skin diver case. It just wears extremely well. And you could like, it could be your only watch. Like you could wear this with a suit. It goes, the Seiko bracelet at this price point is significantly better than at the turtle price point. Um, it goes on a strap. I've had it on leather. I've had it on different NATOs. I've had it on canvas. I've had it on a leather backed sailcloth. It literally goes on anything and it is a blue or silver or that boutique edition they did. That's kind of like not the brown one that Rick had, but the like umber dial or whatever it is that that is a gorgeous watch. Like it's just like a, a pewter style. Like you can, you can wear these with literally anything nowadays. And like, it's just, it, 
you know, it's a fantastic watch. Fully graduated dive bezel, so you can very accurately time your meats like I did tonight. I was grilling some chicken. Um, just, I agree with you. Like, even though you could go up a little bit higher, I think I was going to make the argument that to me, like the ultimate, like the ultimate, like if you wanted to be just not just a dad watch, but a one watch dad, which not many of us listening to this probably would be, but I would, I would make a strong case for this watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, Honestly, if someone came up with a um, micro adjust toolless micro adjust clasp that was nice that would be a reasonable terminus watch for for dive watches i mean let's just let's let's talk about this just for like three minutes on the podcast because it seems like seems like seiko tends to do what the enthusiasts want eventually like it may take them some time. They may release them at staggered time periods, like the Blue Willard last year. They may, but we're just going to say Seiko. They did. They did a Flyer GMT in the Sharp Edge series. That mm-hmm. may be a little bit busy for us, but they have that movement out now. Sub fifteen hundred bucks. So they did that. They improved the quality of their bracelets, which we talked about. They're not. They don't have a toolless micro just yet, but that's like the Ne Plus Ultra Seiko dive bracelet, and they do have that on the next up rung. So if they could find a way to maybe make it a little cooler instead of the way it works like on the Grand Seiko and on the Marine Masters and get it down just one more price bracket. I do know that one of our buddies modded his uh, SPB to put that. He goes, it fits. It works. He goes, it didn't really improve the way the watch wore. So it, he goes, it may not be worth the 60 bucks. But like seriously, if Seiko. I, so I, I went hands-on with, with yeah. that uh, watch mod. I liked it. And I okay. think that when you're – when you're spending over a grand for a watch, I don't think that 60 for a clasp is necessarily that much to write home about. I don't disagree. So what, what that tells me is if you can pick up that OEM Seiko clasp for 60 bucks, come on Seiko, just start putting it on the lower level lines and chart. Seriously. If you charged me instead of 1350, 1450 for this watch, but it had that, I don't really think I would have cared at all. Okay. <laughs> No, nobody at all, at at all, at all. Yeah. In the slightest. (laughs) I think that, uh, they're, they're very good at market segmentation. And, uh, I think that upping the clasp on this would be injurious to their entire segmentation strategy. So I think it's to, to use uh, gamer lingo, it's nerfed. A little bit. Yeah. I think that's the correct way to use it. But, uh, Fair. I think not we are one still of the kids. On, I don't know. We are still uh, waiting on them to essentially take the spring drive movement that they managed to squeeze into a 40 millimeter GMT with a ceramic bezel, make that bezel a 60 minute bezel, fully graduated, rotating, maybe lose the GMT hand and turn it into a diver that will be a sub killer, but like. We're all waiting for that. It's. I wish it would happen because they have their forty-three millimeter or whatever the, the hell that thing is, and it wears just fine. It wears smaller than it should, but like, come on, Seiko, make a forty millimeter. Make. I, I mean, I don't even want to say make a Grand Seiko version of this because they do, but they just call it a Seiko still. Like, and I've seen it, and it's gorgeous. 
Um, but put it on a bracelet. Do so, like do something. Make a sub killer, please. Because yes, you, you can do it. You so could. That's the thing. Every here, uh, just a little heart to heart, just between you and me, Seiko. Mm-hmm. Everybody already loves you. Oh, yeah. You have everything for anyone. Um. Yeah, well, love isn't unconditional. I, I have to admit, I am a little, I'm a little so-so on the new Seiko Five logo. I don't like the fact that it looks like like the cool S laid on its side. But I can get over that. I can get over that. Do the world a favor. Make your sub killer. Take your shot. No one can buy Submariners anyway. They don't right. exist. So do it now. Golden opportunity. I and the other thing is, like, that's going to that's going to help fill in the rung um, that is in between all of this bread and butter stuff that you make, like like the one four three, and you know this sixty k high art. Uh, Grand Seiko's uh, that that you're bringing out. Granted, uh, Grand Seiko, the the majority of what what you make, you know, are those intermediate rungs, but you really don't have a sub killer on there. Yeah, you've got a diver. It's kind of big and chunky and funky, weird. It just just bring the heat. Make a sub killer. Everyone's gonna love it. And while you're at it, good talk, Seiko. And while you're at it, make the pogue. (laughs) Sincerely, us. (laughs) Yeah. You just released a Seiko 5 in the colorway that is the pogue colorway because we all asked for it. Like, if if um, if Omega can come out with a brand new 321 from a scanned watch, there are a bajillion pogues on the used market. I'll buy one and mail it to you. You can scan it. I know you have the technology. If not, call your buddies over at Swatch and say, hey, we want to remake the pogue. We're only going to charge like fifteen hundred bucks for it, so it's not going to take away from your fancy three, two, one Speedmaster crowd. Um, they're going to buy both of them. Let's be real, because um, if you can buy the Speedy with a brand new three, two, one, you're just going to go buy a Pogue for shits and giggles. Um, like, do that. Like, make me a one register Pogue with an internal rotate. Like, just make me one. Make me a new one. Pogues rule. Pogues rule. Yellow blue and red it shouldn't work it does make it anyway so we've covered that my grandpa's gonna love all the seiko talk because the man wears seikos he's got a couple other ones as well but like his seikos um he painted he actually had a watchmaker he's been wearing his gold seiko instead of his titanium one recently all gold gold dial gold markers gold hands grandpa's in his 80s has a hard time seeing those gold hands on that gold dial with those gold markers. Painted the hands black. Had a watchmaker paint the hands black. You can see them clear as day now. Uh, it's an old Seiko 5, uh, you know, just absolutely, you know, quartz, day-date, just, you know, perfect. He can see it now. So you might have seen that on my Instagram feed. We posted, I was wearing his, he was wearing the SPB. Um, I had to pop out the diver's extension for him because his hands and wrists are a bit bigger than mine. But uh, he got it on, though. It's one of, one of the few watches of mine that he could actually get on when it's on a bracelet. So thank you, diver's extension. <laughs> so anyway, 
I know he's listening. So yes, legible hands always good. Watches should you should be able to tell the time. Oh, without a doubt. Exactly. Without a doubt. So exactly. So all right, moving on. What's the next price break? The next one is the last price break. Okay, five grand. So we're not. So we're not going to be talking subs because that's no. above five. Okay, where are we going? They're, vap- they're vaporware anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What have you got? Um, I have, I have two picks here uh, that I, I feel could uh, could rule uh, equally, like a. You know, like a old uh, diarchic setup, Sparta style, just you know, two completely equal kings uh, leading things. Okay. And the these aren't creative picks. They're probably yeah. I don't know if mine are going to be either, but I'm going to riff off of what you've got. So the Omega Seamaster 300M, aka Bond, it is 5200 on a bracelet. Uh, you can get 4900 on rubber. You can you can just talk to your AD. You can probably get it for less than five. Uh, yeah, no, nobody's too concerned about that. Or or Black Bay fifty eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I those are two very excellent picks. Very excellent picks uh, for that price point. You're right. Very boring picks. I have one of those watches. I, I would also even kind of go out and say that, you know, if you like a bigger watch, the regular Black Bay, I have one of those. Mm-hmm. also fits that bill. Gets you 90% of the way to the Black Bay 58. Black Bay 58 has two new colorways. So with those two gone and a $5,000 budget, You used to be able to, way back in the day, like five years ago, four years ago, maybe get an OP Mm -hmm. when you could actually get an OP and maybe get a little bit of a discount. That was actually still a thing. That was a thing that was offered to me like five years ago, four years ago when I was getting a watch for Pierce, when I got the Black Bay Steel. Um, Really for that budget, you you could go all the way to the Black Bay Chrono which the new Black Bay Chronos are nice. They're oh, yeah. very nice. I think you can probably snag one of those around that same price point. I'm trying to think. That price point, depending, depending, might bring the Grand Seiko Seasons collection into play. Might, might not. I don't think it does. It's close. Same thing with uh, the their GMT, their um, yeah, the the GMT with a fixed bezel, right? <sighs> what else comes into play there? Yeah, it is a shame that the uh, the Oyster Perpetual Thirty Six is just a bit outside. Because that, that would be a perfect way. That the thing be. is, I mean, that's it's almost fancy dad territory. Yeah, it's getting there. It, in that you you can't you can't time meat can't time grilling on it. Um, right, but but at the same point, 
kind of going back to the Hamilton khaki field time only like that. Just, I need to know the time. That's it. I've got instincts for everything else. What I will say is, I mean, I'm trying to think. There's the chronos. I mean, if you wanted to go time only, you could st- you go to the Tudor Black Bay 36, 41. I'd probably go 36 to 41 without a dive bezel is a lot of dial. Yeah. Um, I mean, although up to that price point, so up to five. Huh. And we're going to rule out, you already took care of the Omega and the Tudor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you used to be able to get a used Speedy in that price point, but those are kind of slowly trickling up. I'm going to go. Depending on depending on whether you're more of a modern dad or a vintage dad, you could go with something from our friends from Oris. You could go Oris Aquas. You could go up to their new five-day movement, which is pretty cool with the Calibre and the Aquas. In I would I mean, I've seen the 43. The 43 wears great, but good God if that 41 isn't damn near perfect from a sizing perspective. The one that just came out, like it just wears like a dream. Um, you could also go with any of the, like you'd be saving some money here. You go with their, you could probably, probably do a diver 65 with room to spare to snag a almost fancy dad watch with a, um, with the uh, big crown pointer date. So like if you wanted to go tool and a little mm-hmm. bit dressier, you could, I think you could snag both of those for your 5K budget. Yeah, that's, that's which, a good point. Which you'd have, like, if you needed to wear a suit more often, didn't feel like uh, tool watch is too much. Like, depending on what, if you want to be a two watch dad, like a nice, your, your fancier watch and your, your, you know, your kind of daily driver, you could, you could do that. You could do a diver 65 and a big crown pointer date. Or if you wanted to go all out, you could do the diver 65 chrono, which is, big boy but wears really well and gets you almost all the way there on that budget yeah so, that's true a couple ways to do it you could also could also go anything their pilot line is really good too but like i think the thing that i've noticed with us is the need to time stuff so other than the hamilton khaki field mechanical and the brief discussion about the op we've largely been in the dive watch world Chronos haven't really come in because Chronos are more complicated. They're a little bit more expensive. They're they're tougher to make. Like talked a little bit Tudor Chrono, the Tudor Black Bay Chrono could work. Um, although I I think classically I'd go Dive Watch, which is what I did. Although we'll see if a Chrono enters the collection at some point. I, I mean, yeah, for that five k price point. I mean, yeah i I think you could you you couldn't like. Get an Oris Aquas 41 and take your family on a decent vacation. <laughs> Again, Buzzy, like, like that's another way to do it. I mean, they their dial work's amazing. The bezel action's good. It's kind of got an integrated look. You know, something, buy that, buy the rubber, and then go out for a nice dinner with your wife. <laughs> like, like, do the same, like do the same type of thing. Like, because they're 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 uh their rubber strap, I think 
the rubber, like we talked about kind of with Doxa a couple episodes ago, their rubber comes with a toolless micro adjust, whereas the bracelet, I don't think does. So like do both. Yeah. And the way that that connects in with the new um, t- toolless strap change, clutch. Yeah. That might be, I mean, you, you took the two obvious choices, which are obvious for a reason. They're very good. They're in my collection. But the Oris, the Aquist 41, that's uh, that's another one. That is a strong, strong move. Well, cool. Let's put it this way, though. If you're a dad, get a dive watch. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your budget is, get a dive watch because they're cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, right? uh, there's a reason why most of our collections are pretty much 80% dive watches. Um, even though rarely any of us even put them in the water. It's, it's the most useful all around, uh, all around watch form. This is true. I will say I still have this on the NATO. I wore it in the pool at the lake house. I was annoyed for 30 minutes afterwards before it dried out. So yes, Evan nylon straps in the pool are annoying. The funny thing is we had two listeners, two listeners say, go find the Zulu straps, rubber NATO combines what you like about the NATO and what you like about the rubber. I may have to try one of those out soon. They are not inexpensive though. They're not as expensive as a Tropic, but they're not inexpensive. So we'll see. That's uh, true. That is true. And it's funny too, because uh, since our, episode last week as some of you may have seen put my doxa back on the elastic uh, nato said hey it, it really is it really is i've been mm-hmm. been wearing that to you know smoke uh, pork shoulder and do some woodworking so that's the, some uh, mowing the lawn too it's actually I've been doing a lot of dad things mm-hmm all right. Yep. Well, I think I think we covered it. Really, I think our main takeaway is there's more alliteration from this podcast. Dive watches for dads. Just kind of how it works. For sure. And on that bombshell. Good night. <laughs> catch everyone next time. See ya. <laughs>